Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, support the Ravens. Nevermore. WrestleTalk. What next for the released WWE stars? I am Adam Blompier filling in for Luke Owen, who is off because he's old and shattered from WrestleMania weekend. I'm joined as ever by the hardest working woman in all sports infotainment, Denise the Hammer. She's got bangs now, Salcedo. Hello, hello, hello. So first of all, Luke couldn't hang. He couldn't keep up with the big boys here today no. after WrestleMania weekend. But so I had to wear, I've been hiding the bangs actually, but they had to come out <laughs> today because I'm gi- hiding a giant pimple underneath this. <laughs> so I had no choice but to put the bangs in today. Well, don't worry, Denise. No one knows now. No one knows. Um, when was the, when did the bangs when did the bangs start? Give me give me all the tea. When well, when did this transformation take place? I had a meltdown. Oh, and I okay. That'll I do to it. Switch up my face and my hair. So the bangs, most people get bangs. Exactly. Is a nervous breakdown. Exactly. Yeah. I had a nervous breakdown and decided to get bangs. <laughs> A story that Taylor Swift has told many, many times. (laughs) Um, So, yes, we're talking today about, uh, well, Black Thursday, I guess it's going to be called now. Uh, WWE, one year to the day, um, doing their, well, um, I guess they would call it spring cleaning. Um, But unfortunately, yes, we saw uh, 10 um, on-screen talent. Uh, unfortunately be released from their jobs at WWE. Mickey James, Billy Kay, Wesley Blake, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Samojo, Peyton Royce, and last Mojo Rawley. Um, it, well, first of all, I don't think we've had your reaction, uh, Denise, on, on a Wrestle Talk show. Like, it, it happened again. How do you feel? How, what were your reactions as the news, is, as the announcements were coming in? 
So yesterday I woke up and I thought, oh, I'm going to take it easy today. Like, I don't have a live stream today. I can kind of, you know, I was like, I can ignore my responsibilities for the day and yeah. push them to Friday. Well, it turns out I couldn't do that once I saw that ever, everything was coming out. I was like, oh, no, not mm -hmm. only is today going to be a to do day, but it's also going to be a very newsworthy day. And unfortunately, like, I truly did not see this coming. Like, I didn't see these releases coming. I didn't see them coming you know, on the anniversary of the last time we had these. And a lot of them uh, were kind of more surprising than maybe some of the others. I was definitely completely taken aback by the Billy Kay, be, uh, by Billy Kay's. I was confused and saddened by the Samoa Joe release. I was yeah. shocked by Peyton Royce as well, uh, Mickey James even. And I think some of the other ones, I was more like, okay, I can see why they did it. But at the same time, when you think about the raisins, it's not necessarily like, when you think about some of the other people that are still on the roster and you know the people that I'm talking about because they were trending all over Twitter, it's kind of like, well, this doesn't make sense to me. Kind of weird that this is the forgotten son we've got left, huh? That we've still got right? Jackson Riker out of all of the forgotten sons. He's the only one still working for the company. Uh, yeah, it was it was really weird. Obviously, Samoa Joe is 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 the is the big is the big name. Uh, not to diminish any of the other names, of course, but you know, like for example, Bojo Dallas and Bojo Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> o Dallas, Mojo Rawley. We hadn't seen those guys for a while. Uh, you know, Peyton Royce, obviously, you know, a push was planned, but quickly jettisoned. Billy Kay, uh, though, Billy Kay wrestled at Mania. Samoa Joe risked a thunderstorm at Mania for WWE. Like, so, yeah, a real mixed bag of emotions. Um, generally speaking, I think the response has been more positives are wrong word but not as somber as last time just because obviously this time last year we were heading like head first into a pandemic uncertainty was everywhere especially when it comes to like people's job security whereas now america especially what with the rollout of the vaccine things are opening up a little bit there are more opportunities more indie gigs so it, it's it's more of a kind of like yeah it, it it's not as ooh, as crushing um, you never want to see anyone lose their job. Of course you don't. But um, I feel yeah, like, like the wrestling community was more so angry this time is what I'm getting at. Like last time you said it was more of a somber like, oh, man, we're in a pandemic and these people are losing their jobs. And it was also a lot more people last time. But this mm. time I kind of feel like people are more as in like, what? Why this person? And, you know, putting out, you know, bullet points as to why they think this person shouldn't be released. And I think that the people uh, were very, very outspoken and showcasing their emotions on their opinions on, you know, certain the certain talent that was actually released. So it was kind of like, again, it was very interesting to see like the names that were selected. And even when Mojo Raleigh's name came around, it came around a couple of hours after, uh, you know, some of the last names and I wasn't even expecting them to continue it. And I'm wondering if there's gonna be more. Last time they did NXT people on a different day. I'm wondering if that is gonna be happening. Like, 
what exactly is going on, especially considering the fact that, you know, uh, they, they aren't necessarily poor. That's for sure. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I'm sort of my eyes are a little bit dotting all over the screen because I am trying to keep an eye on the comments who I'm sure will be reading the news because, yeah, like there's been rumored that NXT releases might be happening today. Um, I think one of the reasons why people are. Yeah, it, it, you're right. I think it's anger more than sadness. Anger because to the day, which is hugely tone deaf, uh, it kind of makes it almost seem like a gross WrestleMania tradition now alongside the post-Mania roars. And also, yeah, like they 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 let go a whole swathe of people and then were, went on to post massive, like the best financial, like the best profit margins in years, you know? Right. So we've seen that, you know, it's not 100% necessary. And for then John Laurinaitis to obviously be citing budgetary budget cuts is the reason why. Yeah, it all rings hollow. It all has this real sour taste. But obviously, we've covered a lot of that. What we want to do now is, is, is try and find the positive, the silver linings. What do we want to see these release stars do now? Um, obviously, I've got a little, a little list of where, of where you know, people can go, where people would like to go. But I'm just going to, what I'm going to do, Denise, for our little main topic here is I'm going to hit you with a name. And we'll just chat about, obviously, where they can go. Some people have left clues as to what they'll be looking to do now. I, I think the most obvious clue is Chelsea Green, um, who tweeted a picture of Lava Ness saying, uh, hello again, it's been a long time. Matt Cardona is over at Impact. They are they are together, they're in a relationship. So it would seem, that one seems the most obvious, but is there anywhere that you want to see Chelsea Green, uh, or should I say Laurel Van Ness uh, so appear? Even though I think she would be a phenomenal asset to AEW because we all know that, you know, they do need more women, more women that, you know, that can go. I do think Chelsea Green would be phenomenal there. However, I definitely, definitely see her obviously heading in the direction of Impact Wrestling. Uh, you know, she was once there. She's going to be back again. She already knows the. T she already knows what it's all about there. And I think that obviously she sees the opportunity that could be had with working with Impact Wrestling and, you know, some of the amount of attention that she could have there versus maybe going to other places where she might not have as much attention. So I do think that she would definitely be going. And also, given by her Twitter interaction that you just mentioned, it's definitely looking like it's Impact Wrestling. For sure. Um, but speaking of AEW kind of plumping up their, their women's division, let's talk about the iconics uh because obviously um peyton royce in a relationship with sean spears who's obviously uh part of a, a huge new faction over aew plus you know like the two of the best characters or certainly as a tag team one of the best kind of characters as a tag team that's been in probably in the in a in a good long while like i i gotta assume that iconics to aew is a no-brainer keep them as the iconics um you know, really use them and their in like intense characters to kind of really beef up that division. Um, I like that to me seems like a no-brainer, but is there anywhere else you'd like to see Peyton Royce and Billy Kay land? So I agree with you on AEW, and I do hope that they obviously come introduced as a tag team. However, I also think that given this is not just for the iconics, but for every talent that was released that is, you know, looking to continue their careers in wrestling, I hope that they see this more as an opportunity to rebrand themselves and, you know, rejuvenate their characters, come up with something new, come up with something different. So I do hope that if we do see uh, the iconics go into AEW, I do want to 
see this new persona from them. Uh, you know, just so it won't feel like a rinse and repeat thing, but I do think that they would be absolutely great in AEW. And I think that AEW can definitely use from can definitely use them. And I'm not saying that AEW is going to pick up each and every single talent, but there are talents that I do think they should pick up and they are two of them. Yeah, absolutely. I think there when it when it comes to maybe some of the men released, I maybe AEW might be a bit more conservative, but like in terms of like all, all the women released by by WWE, like they're they're all amazing gets for a division. Let's talk now about Mickey James. Obviously, uh Mickey Mickey James is a veteran. Um, she's she she works great, she looks great. Um, she she still has years left um like she's she's like a potential locker room leader obviously she has the N nwa connection with her husband nick aldis but like can you see anyone else making a major play because like obviously we've got aew and their their women's division roh forming their women's division you know um like she would be a locker room leader wherever she landed uh, is there anywhere that kind of you think she either will or should uh, end up if AEW doesn't get a hold of Mickey James, I do think that it would be a huge loss for them because they don't have women like Mickey James besides Serena Deeb that can really, really help out the younger talent develop and get better. And we know that they have a lot of, you know, they have a lot of potential with a lot of their young female talent, but a lot of their young female talent is still very green and they don't have very many veteran women workers. And I do think that if they were to bring in Mickey James, she would be, she would be the person to do that. And I feel bad for Mickey James too, because she is one of the few people that can still go, but I really do think that, you know, this is all due to, and she's come out here and she's talked about it, you know, people being like ageist and, you know, not putting her in a spot because, you know, they think that she's too old. And it makes me very upset because we see a lot of men get these opportunities where if they're in their forties, they're, you know, old as heck or whatever you want to say, they get the opportunities. And you don't see that on the women's side for the women's division and you don't get that. And I do think we need to see more women be able to do that. And somebody that can do it is Mickey James. And I'm liking the fact that she has been vocal about this, but I do think that if AEW were to actually bring her in and actually use her in the right way to benefit the younger talent as well, then they would be breaking the mold that we have been seeing throughout wrestling where all the women always have a, uh, a timer, you know, like, hey, once you hit, like once you're in your like, what, late 30s, maybe even sooner than that, they're like, hey, get off camera. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but somebody needs to break that mold. And if AEW doesn't do that now, I have a feeling that my hope, my potential, my hopes on this potentially happening will skyrocket way down. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if there's anyone who kind of like is the perfect patron saint of that, it's Serena Deeb, who's been doing such such good work uh, in AEW. Um, and like, obviously, there's there's an element of talent sharing between NWA and AEW, so it would make sense for her to appear on both. Um, but I, I completely agree when it comes to just like, yeah, the veteran advice and the years years of television experience that mickey james got like the wrestling side of it for one thing but the television production experience that she would bring to that division in that locker room absolutely invaluable so amy surely will be uh, will be making a play one one would hope
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But uh, let's move on to let's move on to kind of some of the names that kind of like are have kind of more options. Um, Tucker is obviously like it, real shame to see nothing happen with the breakup of Heavy Machinery. Like obviously, like they earmarked Otis, but like they broke them up. They seem to be setting something up and completely forgotten about them. Uh, what about Tucker? Where would you like to see Tucker end up? Because I have. I have an I I have an idea. Ooh. Ooh. Well, mine like doesn't feel as enthralling as yours, but I'm gonna go with Impact Wrestling. Is that where you were thinking? No, I was thinking of New Japan. Oh because okay. he's 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 a big he's a big athletic gaijin. And I actually think like I, I think when it comes to like reinvention, I, I think he's got a when some people have been released and they don't quite have the kind of like outrage factor behind them, you know, Samoa Joe people are outraged that he's gone. Less so Bo Dallas, less so maybe Kalisto. Like these are all talents that had, you know, better things that they could have been used for. 
Bo, you know, everyone loves Bo, but like there's not that outrage factor. And same with Tucker. And I think if there's somewhere you can go to kind of reinvent your value, because right now I don't think he's the highest value guy coming out of WWE. And I, I don't say that with any disrespect, but like if there's somewhere where you can go and like really put in the work and just like reinvent yourself and your style, because he's, he's an athletic guy, you know, he was doing flips off pods when he was, uh, at Elimination Chamber. So I I think he would actually really land on his feet in New Japan. I mean, I wouldn't I think that would be like definitely a fun direction if he were to be headed that way. And yeah, I feel like obviously you're right on this. There isn't, you know, there's people that, you know, the fans are making a bigger deal of the fact that they were released and more people are upset. And that's just the way it is because, you know, there's different uh, star levels and all of that. But I think that would be pretty interesting as well. But that's the good thing. He has options, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the good thing, yeah, about this, about this situation this year is there are options. Um, look, for example, at like Wesley Blake, for example, does he, does he go off? Because obviously like he, he's come off a tag team, Steve Cutler's over at Impact. Um, so obviously there's a, there's that option there. Um, but does Wesley Blake go out and reinvent himself? Because like he was all like, Murphy's obviously is, is still with the company still don't see him nearly enough as we should be um i'm very glad that he didn't go <laughs> this year because i you know he could have they let samoa joe go um so yeah what about um what about a guy like wesley blake I mean, because of that impact connection, I would go with impact as well. Um, again, like with a lot of the male talents, like I know a lot of people don't probably want to mention this, but I do think that AEW is definitely also overloaded with talent. And there's going to come a day where they're going to have to cut people as well. Like that, that day is going to come eventually. And so you don't want to also get a bunch of guys over there and essentially be over flooded. So I feel like my alternative, like people need to not forget about you know impact wrestling ring of honor hell even mlw like there's different options so um i just don't i don't think he would be somebody that i would say like oh aew for this one yeah for sure um kalisto obviously like before he he signed with wwe was going to have the big push in in triple a he was very briefly octagon junior which it's a big honor um like obviously now that they've been they've been two octagons since do you think he returns to AAA or you know because obviously like an incredible talent like god like remembering how high everyone was on callisto i, I can't remember which roar after mania he and debuted english so wwe like if they were looking to make their new Rey mysterio they could have definitely done so with Kalisto if they wanted to. Clearly, yeah. they did not. There was a um, moment that, like, I hit him up against Ryback, you know, like Kalisto had a a moment in the sun for sure, but just like it never quite finished off. So, like, where would we where where would you see him going? I just want see. I feel like no American promotion has really utilized. Lucha Libre, I don't think that they've actually really used it to the potential that it could be. And definitely Lucha Underground for me was not it. I was not a fan of Lucha Underground. Really? No. Please, no. I have my opinions please. about that that are not necessarily um, all that great to say on the air. You have an Enfuego take about Lucha Underground? <laughs> okay well you don't have to get yourself in trouble okay yeah i'll tell you off air my thoughts on that but honestly for me i just feel like i would i kind of see him 
I want to see him more, I think, in the direction of I would like to I, I hate that my answers always impact wrestling. But the only reason for that is because I do feel that there's more potential. Yeah, I, I think Especially that's fair. in the States, in the States, states wise. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you've got you kind of have like you've got the Lucha Bros in in AEW, but they're such a tight knit unit, you know. And they've they've just started kind of Death Triangle, so you kind of want that unit to kind of move forward. And like everyone else in a, in a kind of Lucha mask is in the Dark Order, so it, like they, they don't quite have a Lucha division. They've just got certain characters. Exactly, and then also with Ring of Honor, like Ring of Honor, like they have a couple more people there, so that can also be an option. I don't know, man. It's still to me, it's pretty shocking. The whole the fact that he can actually speak English, can do the flashy stuff, and nothing was done with him in WWE. Yeah, it was a real shame. Uh, we're going to head over to our ultra chats uh, to see what people are saying about our main topic. Let me just make sure I haven't actually missed anyone. Oh, we haven't talked about Bo, but uh, from what oh. I gather, he he's going into real estate now. <laughs> like he's been preparing for a life after wrestling for a while. <laughs> Obviously, like Bo, Bo was an amazing character in his time, but like Bo hasn't been seen in two years, like on TV, like barely at all. Um, so like, yeah, I think the writing was on on the wall there. But like, yeah, like from from what I gather, he's 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 been working in real estate. So, is is there anywhere you'd like to see Bo Dallas end up before I move on to the? So, uh, all I want to say, not necessarily because I do I do think he's pretty much like over with in the wrestling world. But like for him though, I think he's one of the few lucky people in terms of I feel like he may have already seen this coming in hindsight. Maybe have even expected it the last go around but i feel like for him it was just like all right i'm gonna collect as much money as i possibly can right now and you know move on with my life at least that's what it feels like or that's what it looks like from the outsider's perspective there all right so uh people have been talking uh sending in their ultra chats about the main topic the bad one ryan be bad said screw wwe for the april 15 releases the last two years makes me not want to watch you people product. are angry right uh however if i were to fancy a uh, fantasy pick where people would go mickey to nwa green back to impact joe and peyton to aw just peyton uh oh sorry uh, the bad one ryan be bad just to add on to my previous ultra chat, uh, Peyton repackaging AEW and joining the pinnacle would have the potential to be as good as what Tay Conti is doing right now. Unlike a lot of fans, I want the Iconics as singles and not reunited anytime soon. Hmm, interesting. Um, uh, David uh, David Dentte says Iconics to AEW confirmed. Alex Monza says, hi guys, hope you're both doing well today. The releases yesterday left a bad taste in my mouth and hopefully those releases can find work soon. Uh, also, Adam, could we get a tag team quiz on Mania featuring you and Blamplate, Denise and Lily, Luke and Sploog and the Why chat. did you have to associate me with Lily? Lily's I, terrible. I don't know what, I don't know what happened um denise like there must be some sort of uh glitch i think in, yeah in i will you know that was the first thing i saw when i woke up you're welcome i was like yay denise sell lily somebody wrote that on twitter and i was like lovely lovely how do you, how do you like it how do you like seeing a horrible twee puppet like approximation of yourself out okay. there out there for everyone first to leap all, on and make jokes about lamplay is cute and he is loved by the people i don't know I anybody am. who loves lily I... <laughs> and she doesn't even look anything like me at least have it be an ugly version of something that actually looks like me 
you know, you've had the pigtail. Alexa Bliss loves Lily, I, you know. When did I have pigtails? Like one time. <laughs> one I, time. Yeah, look, Alexa Bliss is a big fan of Lily and we're a big fan of you, Denise. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, BRP Entertainment says, imagine having someone with the, tam uh, the talent of Samurai Del Sol, Kalisto and effing him up that is absolute criminal to a guy of his stature new punk rant says the only three free agents i want in AEW are joe mickey oh we didn't talk about joe i was oh saving him i was saving him i think love. because like in my in like our minds like it was something that was already <laughs> in my mind we had discussed them but i guess i we did not I was saving him to the main event. Well, that's because we want to see him in AEW, isn't it? That's the one yes. that everyone wants. And I talk like him versus Kenny Omega is a money match that like, it's one of those things where as soon as you hear the releases, you fantasy book some things. And the first thing I thought was Samoa Joe, Kenny Omega, like now I want, I want it now. Uh, I think he would be, like you say, veteran, uh wealth of experience in the locker room wealth of experience in being a you know the, a top guy in a top competitor to wwe like his early like run with tna when tna were like beginning to look like a viable like if not you know in practice but in quality alternative to wwe like it seems like a no-brainer and if like if aw are going to get just one of these releases like samoa joe surely do you have any exactly no i can't disagree with that whatsoever like if tony khan is gonna bring out the checkbook for anybody it's gotta be samoa joe and it's like there's options with him too like let's just say let's just say he's like i'm done wrestling you know what i like doing commentary dude have him do commentary just him and excalibur and damn oh. like revamp the product i would I be down for that I gotta say, yeah, him and Excalibur on commentary would be amazing. And uh, like, different, new, exciting, different. He can talk, like he can talk so so well, and he'd come in with such a hot angle. Like, yeah, it, it's a no-brainer. New Punk Rant says the only three free agents I want in AEW are Joe, Mickey, and three-time cruiserweight champion Hooven Tude Guerrero. We need the juice, and I'll do anything I can to get former LWO member in AEW. But Joe and Mickey can finally go to a good wrestling company vash ts 1984 says like you yourself said though in jest at the time f this effing company oh no only half in jest adam blamplate has donated 30 pounds <laughs> i hate this plate now i know why wrestlers use the go get your balls out of steph's purse line to triple h it wasn't to build a match it was telling him to take over and save wwe that's a, a hell of a hell of a thought from a hell of a plate. I hate that, that plate. plate, man. It's full of opinions and money, apparently. <laughs> he's yeah, he's over, which is not a, a mark of quality. But um, <laughs> Norm Summer says, wishing the best for those released. Uh, hard to support this company when Riker and Hogan are still featured. They are still in business with Saudi Arabia, and, and Raw is and velveteen dream and raw is actively getting worse i'll rely on your reviews as i can't watch this crap anymore yeah um i i kind of uh, yeah it was it was an angry feeling it was a sort of just like i do hate that covering this company is the has to be the backbone of our existence as like a wrestling coverage company that like you can't just not cover wwe without being an insane act of self-sabotage but just there are days yeah weeks like this where it's just be like man i wish i didn't have to 
you know what and it's funny because like even now for me like i've got into the place where i'm like covering every single show so like if something sucks it's gonna affect me more i think than if it if it didn't suck before like it sucked before but it's just it's affecting me more now if it sucks now because i have to go out and talk about it and i want like when NXT happened this week and even even Dynamite, when both NXT and Dynamite ended to this week, I was so excited to log on to my streams and be like, yeah, like this is what's happening. I can't wait to talk about it. And then I didn't feel that exact same way with SmackDown. I didn't feel that exact same way with Raw. And I was like, what a difference. Like, you know, even though it's like, you know, different nights it's just it's just such a world of a difference your emotions coming off after a certain show so for me the better the show the happier i feel and you look super happy right now look at those heavy eyelids (laughs) yeah Um, i know i can't even open my eyes here's a question like four hours last night Oh man, tell you what, I've been sleeping really badly because I'm a 33 year old man and it's it's taken me genuinely the better part of a week to physically recover from like four late nights in one week and all the while like we having to drink at least like three beers with each stream. It's just like, I'm not, I'm not built for this. (laughs) I'm not built for wrestling coverage anymore. It's a hard, it's a hard job. It's a young man's game. You're gonna have to take over from me. All right. Well, I got two about a year and a half left till I turn 30. So no, not even a half, like a year and like a month. That's still still insane that you're 28. You look look nine. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that because as I was talking about ageism, ageism, I always tell my fiance, I'm like, dude, I have like a year left to do anything. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, once I'm 30, my life is going to be over. There's going to be nothing for me. Nobody's going to want me. I'm going to be an old lady. Nobody wants old ladies, and that's sad. It depresses me. (laughs) What am I supposed to do, Adam? There is a credit card carrying portion of the internet that is very keen on old ladies i'll have you know denise salcedo there's always there's always career options no look um yeah you've you've still got you've still got a few years before you go off to that farm upstate where all the 30 year old women live exactly Um, we'll get we'll get we'll get the most out of you that we can Uh, michael michael cox long says constantly amazed how wwe always manages to build up goodwill with the fans and then immediately ruin it everyone was buzzing how great mania was this has completely tainted it at least for me uh mayor of painsville dan says hello adam hello denise how are you doing well uh Samoa Joe being released makes me especially furious but in the end another one's lost another one's gain Joe will thrive wherever he goes positive news have you seen NXT UK's Tioman is becoming a father no I haven't um, I haven't seen that either actually but congratulations that's wonderful news uh jake molden it's so sad to me that i used to see wrestlers like chelsea green rosemary so much eric young jordan grace samoa joe and james storm and all i wanted was for them to have wwe runs and now all i want is for them to stay as far from wwe as possible uh zachary c robinson says can't believe how tone deaf this company is literally one year to the day since the last mass releases can't be coincidental not feel awful for them but at least there's a silver lining in the form of other companies hashtag iconics for Quizzlemania. oh man i cannot tell you how much i want the iconics you need to do everything in your power to make that happen yes uh, we have 
we have we've basically said to louis look you have one you have one job this month and that is to get the iconics on quizlemania and this is this is all on louis yeah so he's the one with the connect on his shoulders yeah yeah he's got the connect it's not it's not on me i i I, i'm way too bashful to talk to the iconics um you well how about you you get him for us didn't (laughs) <laughs> we'll let you we'll let you on actually, that Quizlemania. I was actually gonna pitch you somebody off air, but I was like, I'll just tell him off air. I have an idea. I don't know Ooh. if it'll happen, but I have an idea of who you can I, reach out to. It's not one of your puppets, is it? That's not what this is. It's I not mean, like... no offense, but puppet Quizlemania would be your highest rated Quizlemania ever. Okay. What do you mean? Ever. Grand plate versus Splook versus Hey, I'll make plenty. I can I'll work all night. I'll get people out there. Like we will get characters. Oh, I believe you, Denise. That's the oh problem. Oh my god, I'm s- now I have a vision, Adam. An all puppet Quizlemania. Yes. Puppet mania. <laughs> yes. The fans don't want to see that. Yeah, right? they would. People tell me in the comments. Crazy stuff. People are into crazy lunatic psycho stuff, and that is what I'm here for—to help the people. <laughs> You are a you're a woman of the people. If if your puppets are anything to go by, BRP Entertainment says Joe versus Kingston program in AW hundred percent book it. That is money. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine HC- the promo work between that. I can't. That's the thing. It's like I genuinely can't imagine what they would say to each other. I want it so bad. HCB says, hi, guys. Love the show. What frustrates me is how some people in old timers keep saying how the reason WWE ain't bad is the talent being too nice and friendly and not the bookings. And then you see what happens to the Iconics and Samoa best promo Joe. Uh, Man, I like I don't know how you could put any of this on the talent. Like, how do you not make money? How do you not have Joe be WWE champion once? How does that not? How does that happen? I don't understand how you don't make money. Uh, like the Iconics, I don't understand how you they, then you if you have tag team championships for your women's division, they are the best women's tag team ever. No, Adam, because we got to keep it on the great and wonderful team of Nia and Shayna. You know, the greatest women's tag team of all time. Oh God! Uh, I'm not even gonna no. Joe uh, Calibani Calibani says Joe versus Omega would be amazing, but honestly, I just want a promo war between Samoa Joe and Eddie Kingston. And Michael Cox Long says might be unrealistic given the pandemic. And also, I don't know if he's cleared, but I want to see Joe in New Japan. Imagine him versus Ishii or Suzuki. I mean, oof! I I wouldn't I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, say no. no either to that. All right, so let's move on to our mailbag portion of the show. Um, thank you so much for sending in your mailbags. If you would like to contribute to our mailbag portion of the Wrestle Talk podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Wrestle Talk, become a patron, leave a t- uh, post for us in the community tab with the uh, title Mailbag, just like Chris Lilly. Hey guys, just saw a post on Instagram of the drones for WrestleMania and thought, uh, is the reason why some why is the re, is the reason why some moments aren't special anymore is because people spoil things for us like a return special entrance or big moment aw gets it but mostly wwe some of the backstage stuff is interesting like if a superstar is actually hurt and when they come back it's important some things we as fans don't need to know keep spoilers out of the news <laughs> no matters how many likes you'll get for posting them don't ruin things thanks hope you enjoy quizmania i mean obviously like e- what what else is is the job of wrestling uh, journalists other than to cover new developments in wrestling? Like, 
where do, like where do you think do you think there's too much kind of spoilers i don't think i don't think spoilers because like backstage is like in the public interest people want to know what's happening backstage i don't think there's a limit on that but when it comes to like production stuff like you know how the sets are looking this that and the other do you that think maybe spoil it for me oh well fair like enough seeing a picture of what the stage looks like before i see it doesn't spoil it for me because this picture is one thing and then seeing it in the video and the intro is a whole other thing yeah i think i think it's incredibly possible for you to curate like if you if there's something you don't want to see it is possible for you to not see it you just have to be very very careful a lot of spoilers like i'm very good at avoiding them but you know what i hate i hate when people tell me not to live tweet spoilers and i'm like bro get off of twitter do not be on twitter if you don't want to see spoilers everybody's going to be live tweeting reactions results etc does that happen to you because that happens to me uh, it doesn't happen to me as much because i don't do like the breaking news stuff but like wrestle talk gets a mountain of crap for putting like title changes in the thumbnails and and stuff like that like the only thing i do get the only thing I do get is spoilers in the titles of videos because those get pushed to your phone. If you, if you are a lovely subscriber to WrestleTalk and turn on the little bell and get notifications, then yes, that's a spoiler. And I don't think that should happen. But in terms of like thumbnails, like get off YouTube, get off Twitter, like just stay off social media the day of the show you can do it but like yeah the only thing I would, i'd say where some things happen is like yeah don't put spoilers in the titles of videos that's my personal belief personally. i feel that i feel that but see i don't know i just feel like either way you're gonna see it like it's everywhere i suppose just watch it live i guess yeah <laughs> just watch it live uh sam sweeney says last week i was watching an osw stream love osw where v1 and his wife who's not a wrestling fan were doing a watch along of their review of wrestlemania x7 during the stream the moment that got the biggest pop from v1's wife was the part where linda mcmahon stood up from her chair and low blowed vince that got me thinking what do you think is the best wrestling moment to show a non-wrestling fan that would get them invested god where do you even start i think there's so many yeah, There's I think so that many. like that match is really, really good. Just be, like I think anything where you don't need any prior knowledge of the characters. So like you know when you, if you've got like a David and Goliath situation, or if you've got like um, yeah like a father battling his son while his comatose mother and the mistress are having a cat fight with his daughter at Riggs. <laughs> just just oh god, WWE, you are a nonsense company. But yeah, I I, I honestly think that kind of stuff is is the best stuff stuff where there's like incredibly tropey story like fathers and sons or uh i wouldn't suggest um vince versus steph that's not a fun watch so you but, like the family stuff well i think so because that's the like what do people know about wrestling who've never watched it dudes in pants and like even like dudes in underwear that's how they see them trust me like that's what people have said like oh do you watch like i've had family members that ask me like would you watch wrestling because it's men in their underwear and i'm like oh yeah i'm just dying to see a bunch of men in their (laughs) underwear that's exactly why i watch (laughs) um i mean that's why i watch i don't know about you (laughs) i mean you can yeah you can protest if you like but um yeah I, i i honestly i can't do better than that match it's so dumb it's so crass and it's so stupid. But yeah, like 
I, I don't know what the prestige wrestling is. I've tried to show people who don't like wrestling Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. They don't care. They don't care because it's just like they don't have the history with these characters. They don't care about the Undertaker being this, that, and the other. They don't care about Shawn Michaels or the moves or like, oh my God, he kicked him in the head. Do you not know what that means? That's called switching music. And it means like, yeah, someone who's pretending to be comatose the entire match only for a switcheroo and then kicking a husband in the balls because he's being a dick. Like that's, you don't need any prior knowledge to that. It's great. That's true. I would I would go with I would actually start with showing the person like more of like promos. Like I would go and show them stuff with like obviously Austin, The Rock, and kind of just like go from there. I'd be like, hey, like listen to this. Like I feel like if you, especially with The Rock, because he's so mainstream, you could literally mm. be like, have you ever seen The Rock in wrestling? You know where he started. Sit down, my good friend. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> traveler. The Rock moments, and maybe that could be a nice little bridge into pro wrestling. I think um, if you sat, if you if you're allowed to include promos, sitting someone down in front of the monster promo for Daniel Bryan, and then the match he had with Triple H, like I think that is. I think most people can get that. Like all of Daniel Bryan is in that promo package. It's a masterpiece. And I think it sets you up amazingly for that match, you know, like, cause that's a David and Goliath story. People instantly buy that, you know, Triple H has got help at ringside. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one's a, a really good idea. Good one. Chris Garner says, hi, Danuk. Now that we're post mania, here's a question. It's absolutely nothing to do with WrestleMania. Who is the most important figure in wrestling today? Is it Vince as owner of the biggest wrestling company? Cody is the figurehead of their biggest competition. Even Jericho as the only guy who seems to be on good terms with every wrestling company on the planet and is able to break the forbidden walls down. Thanks, guys. Jam that jam. I think, mm. I think this is hard to answer because like still obviously the most powerful company is WWE. Who runs that? You got Vince. So with that's a given that it's Vince, but... At the same time, it's not like he's doing the best work right now no. for the fans. But I would still say that he would probably be, still be the most important person, though. Yeah, I, he, he's not doing anything progressive. Uh, he's not doing anything spectacular. Uh, he's not revolutionizing the industry the way he once was. But the person who holds the most power and who could, you know, put out, you know, like obviously like he's still doing amazing business deals the peacock deal and, and all that jazz you know but yeah he's he's the most important person in wrestling for sure um you know i don't want to be morbid in fact i won't be morbid if he retired let's say not <laughs> one person not one person could retire with the most impact with vincent man just think of it think of it in that say who would who would be there's a pigeon on my balcony oh there's shout out to the pigeon he's looking for bland plate He's a pigeon. Yeah, pigeon literally just walking along the railing of my balcony. That's the fattest pigeon I've ever seen, Denise. Wow. Can we give the pigeon a name? What does he look like? Like a Bob, a Timothy? What does he, he look he, like? He looks like, yeah, I think he's like a, like an Archie. Like he looks, he, he's Archie? got a, he, He's got a cheek to him, but like an old Archie who's like spent most of his life in like in this leather armchair kind of drinking port. Oh, he sounds and, like a very London-ish pigeon. He is well, there's a lot of them in London. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, so I think one way to do, to talk about someone like in terms of their importance is judge them by their absence. And I think the person who would be like the who would have the most impact on the industry by not being in the industry anymore is Vince. So yeah, I yeah. think that's Vince. Um, 
Dwayne the Gronk Johnson says, do you have any weird pet peeves that are non-wrestling related? I can't Ooh. stand it when I'm having a meal with someone and they start loudly scraping their knife and fork on the plate. What weird pet peeves do you have? Dude, if I made a list of all my pet peeves, I would be here for like seven hours. You oh, wow. name it, I can't stand it. Like... <laughs> I don't like, call me Vince McMahon. I don't like to see people sneeze. I hate people that sneeze really loudly. It really bothers me. Like I have learned to train myself to sneeze in a proper manner. <laughs> it's a reflex, Denise. How do you train yourself to I trained that? myself. It's taken years, but like my sneeze is more like, that's it. Your eyeballs are going to burst out of your head. No, I've trained that. myself. I don't You've like trained when people yourself? wear. Yes. I don't like when people wear sandals. I hate sandals. Okay. Like, yeah, like I don't Why? like sandals. Why? Because nobody wants to see people's like feet, especially if they're crusty. Plus, they're so unlike like they're not pretty. Like they're ugly. I hate that. <laughs> There's a lot. That I, hate. Well, I hate when people ask me too many questions, like in my regular life, which is ironic. <laughs> but I don't like when people say, Oh, what are you gonna do today? I'm like, Hill, stop, don't ask me that. I, don't like, you I hate that like i hate when people say like oh what are you gonna do tomorrow Be like don't ask me gross <laughs> don't show genuine don't show genuine interest in my life it's my yeah. life i hate i hate when people ask me when i say oh i'm leaving where are you going <laughs> i hate that i don't like when people leave me voicemails so i hate on. that too Hang on. What you want is like when you're in a social situation and you're and you stand up and you announce, "I'm going now." You want you want everyone to just go, understood. You want yes. no one to go, "Where are you yes. going?" You just be like, "I understand." And now we yes. are. And now we have parted ways. Exactly. You're, and that's you're a it. lunatic. You're a I don't lunatic. Like people to know what I'm doing. I don't like. It's <laughs> not like I'm living some mysterious life or anything like that. I just don't like people to know what i'm doing i like to just go and do <laughs> yeah the untraceable denise salcedo nothing sinister about that at all i don't like people to know where i am i like to get up to my secret business to you, like hey where are you going you're like i'm just going to the store what do you care <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say I'm just not that combative in my day-to-day -day life. I don't take it as a massive intrusion on my privacy, would say, when I leave the room and someone shows even the slightest interest as to what's next in my life. If someone, you just want people to have like no object permanence. No. You. no. If you're gone, Denise might as well be dead. And if yeah, we see her done. again, that's a bonus. Done. But like, I could be here literally all day talking about pet peeves. All right, so my one, and I think I've talked about it before, is when I accidentally pull my headphones out of my head. Like if, I, if I'm if i walking somewhere and I accidentally catch the cord on like a door handle or anything like that, and I just feel that oomph, they just pull out of my head. Hate that. I don't know that why. It makes me so angry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. It's a don't really you horrible wireless, wireless ones. No, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a douche. Of course, I don't have those. Wait, wait, you're a douche now. If you have wireless earphones. Yeah, you are, Why? Denise. You know you are. If you've got the little ear pods with the little hangy sperm tails, 
No, I don't have those. But I have a different version. I have the Beats ones, the ones with the little tiny, little, little version of the wire here. They're really what? tiny. It has a little, little wire. Is that cool? Is it? Yeah, is that, I like the, is that cool? All they right. changed my life. <laughs> you know what else I, I mean, hate? Pens with no ink. Yeah, well, that's a, just a broken pen, isn't it? I no. understand being peeved about having something that doesn't work. But it drives me like, okay, that's it. I'm gonna be here all day. I have way more than that. But we'll continue on. <laughs> I'd ask you, I'd ask you more questions, but evidently that would annoy you if I showed more interest. Um, <laughs> Which is very ironic considering that it's my job. <laughs> yeah, mailbag. Literally people asking you questions. Never mind. I know. No, my grandma, after every show, she'll be like, how was your show? And I'm like, it was good. I don't like no further questions. how my show went. Like, I'm like, it was good. Move on. Callum says, I was thinking that the best triple threat match of all time at WrestleMania, and I think it was... Uh, I was thinking, what was the best triple threat match of, of all time at Mania? Uh, do you think it's one of, if not the best triple threat, only other one that comes to mind is Cena, Brock, and Rollins match? I mean, I don't have... I Maybe, like, at the most recent WrestleMania, the triple threat match... Um, I think Callum might be talking about with uh, Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman. I don't think that's the best triple threat match. I don't even think that's the best triple threat match of Mania. Um, I I think the best triple threat match, the really, really good one, Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton. I really, really like that. Just of how many times they kind of fool the audience. And then, yeah, I think the, the Benoit, Michaels, Triple H one is exceptional too. Uh, you know, diff different to watch now, obviously, but like technically speaking, masterful stuff. Uh, Cena, Brock, and Rollins is a fantastic triple threat. What do you think, Denise? I actually really loved Edge, Roman, Daniel Bryan, like a lot, and I think even more than some people did. But I loved it. Now, would it be my favorite triple threat match? Probably not. I think there's. Well, if you're talking, was he talking only WrestleMania though? Maybe I think I think you could make an argument for being it being the best one at Mania. It's not for me personally. I because I was really oh, gutted when Edge didn't win. You know, oh, my title. You were one my, of those. Hell yeah! I mean, I had a championship title reign resting on it, so there's that. Oh, I was gonna say because I literally was okay with whatever option Roman retaining or Daniel Bryan winning, but I did not want to see Edge win whatsoever. I had zero interest in that. Wow, you hate everyone and everything. Um, Owen says, hello, Team Danuk. Since you, Luke, are an expert on Vince Russo, uh, having watched both his WCW and TNA reign of madness or brilliance with how bad WWE TV has been, would he actually be an improvement over what they're doing now? No. Uh, also, has WWE TV fallen to 2000 WCW at this point? Because it's really, really, really bad right now. Thank you for everything you and Denise do like no don't wish for russo don't 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 say candy man three times because you don't want that you don't want that denise are you about to agree that vince russo would be good for current wwe tv look i'm sorry denise. but there has been a lot of boring stuff that i've had to sit through and watch i rather have vince russo and his wild ideas running rampant than me having to watch the same matches over and over and over again like we are on Raw. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to say it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And I stand by this statement. 
You're I am also a Vince Russo fan, so we should leave it at that too. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, like for me, I, it, it's a different form of poison for me. Like Vince Russo uh, creates car crash TV. Uh, that is by its That's nature. That's way better to look at than like just somebody being boring. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Both things hurt the product. One hurts the product because it's like, yeah, it's boring. It's repetitious, but it is maybe slightly more grounded in sanity. And occasionally the pay-per-view, the thing is like the pay-per-views work. I think for the most part, yeah. Fiend, Randy Orton, whatever. For the most part, WWE do fairly well at the pay-per-views. Can you um, imagine Vince Russo was running this Fiend storyline? Oh, I I can't. <laughs> I really like that thing is yeah, you wouldn't have got the same thing every week. That's for true. You wouldn't have. But Give you also something to talk about. Denise, you're not gonna get me thinking that Vince Russo would be good for I WWE. Excitement over dullness. I'm sorry. So if he's gonna bring at least something exciting and different, I'll take it. Heartbreaking stuff. Jason Keneally says, I hope you guys have at least somewhat recovered from WrestleMania week. My question is, no. what retired pay-per-view would you like to see make a comeback? For me, Tabloid it's Tuesday. Well, there you have it. But uh, for me, it's Fatal 4-Way or Cyber Sunday. I think in the era of social media, Cyber Sunday would work well. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Taboo Tuesday. Why Taboo Tuesday? I remember being such a fan of that as a kid. I was like, oh, you get to. I thought it was real, like what the voting and all of that. So I thought that like really what the fans voted for was what we got. Which is very, which I asked myself, I was like, wait, the fans didn't want to see this option. They chose that option instead. So um, even though I still like the idea of it, I like the concept of it. Uh, Evolution. That might be fun (laughs) to bring back as a pay-per-view concept. Um, In in terms of what I actually think the question asker is asking, though, like, I can't remember because I haven't seen it in years, but I actually didn't mind the concept behind Breaking Point. Which was like basically all yeah. sub- all submissions, not all submissions, but like right. the main events are submission based matches. Um, like that seemed fine because it's not too uh, like it's it's one of those things like Hell in a Cell where you're kind of putting the cart before the horse and you're like thinking about the stipulation instead of the feud, and it's just like oh well now they're just going to have an arbitrary Hell in a Cell match because it's October. That sucks i don't like that at all and breaking point might be along those lines but it's a bit more broad and i and i yeah i thought it was fun if i remember rightly it was a pretty fun pay-per-view i can't remember though it may have been really bad because like just they all bleed into one yeah in my mind uh but taboo tuesday and breaking point are our official responses aaron alanis says i know i'm probably in the minority on this one but i'm getting really tired of roman winning all the time but only because he has a few visual losses with no ref and only really wins with help from Jay. Is this getting old or is it just me? And what do you think he can do to make it amazing again? I will agree that I think Jay, Jay Uso's second involvement at Mania hurt the match for me. I didn't like that. I love Roman Reigns winning. I love the dominant win. I love it. I'm a fan. Sign me up. Okay, that's fair. We're just always on opposite ends, Adam. We're not meant to be friends. I don't think we can agree on anything if it had our lives on the line. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe not. I hate Bland Plate, and for some reason you like him. I hate Vince Russo, for some reason you like him. Yeah, you're 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 a weird cat. I don't get. I'm not tired of Roman Reigns winning. 
I do think that WWE generally has the, you know, they tend to overbook a finish and Jay Uso getting involved. Whereas I think Roman Reigns just going ham and smashing both, like exploiting the triple threat concept, giving both guys a concerto. Like, I think he could have literally just like Edge could have hit the concerto, Daniel Bryan, Roman hits a spear, concerto to Edge, and then pins both of them. Didn't need Jay Uso. That's just, that's just for me though. But uh, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, to rile up Denise any more than she's already riled up. So we will move on. To uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Marcus Sol Campbell says, "With you guys on the live streams mentioning you watch Australian reality shows, my question is, what Australian reality show is your favourite? If you could have a local version of a reality show, what show would that be?" I don't think that was me. I've never seen any Australian reality show. No, not me. I think Luke does and Ollie does. I know that oh, much. But that's a question for them then. I mean, what, do you watch any reality shows? We've I've just finished watching Blown Away, which is about glass making, and it's nice. They just make they just make glass. It's good. They it's make fun. glass. That's it. Yeah, you know, like in cool shapes. <laughs> That sounds so boring. What well, they made a little robot out of glass. That's pretty cool. And like making stuff that looks like it's made of different materials, like metal. That's pretty fun. Look, I watched that one show on Netflix, but I forgot what it was called. The one where they do like the fashion stuff. It was like a new show, but that was like a year ago that I watched it. Oh, next Whatever. in fashion with next Tan from Queer Eye. Yes, yeah, I watched that. I like that one. That one was pretty good. But that was like literally the last reality show that I watched. Yeah, my partner and I are big fans of Project Runway. So that was just like, oh, you look like Project Runway. We'll have that and watched it. It was fine. Uh, ben Wallace says, hi, Team Danuk. Lucas said one of his favorite TV shows is Taskmaster. What would you come up as? What would you come up with as a task has to be related to wrestling? Wait, I don't get it, though. I haven't seen Taskmaster. Taskmaster is um, basically pits comedians against each other, and like there is a taskmaster, and he gives you a task you have to do, and you have to do it. It's like you know, like I, I can't, I haven't seen Taskmaster in a while, but like do with you know balance this on your head for so long, or blah blah blah. It's just basically just like challenging each other. I flip trucks things. with Braun Strowman. Okay, Denise, I don't think you really took that question in the spirit to which it was intended, because I don't think I don't you can flip a truck. The question. Hey, like, I can uh, try. It's a task, isn't it? I would say, see how many WWE VHSs you could balance. Oh, that's so head. boring. Come You're on. You're boring. You're boring, no, Denise. It's how it, I'm sorry. I'm the one who wants to at least try flipping a truck. You want me to carry VHSs on my head? I think least, I'm the fun one. At least that's possible. What's hey, your you segment going to look like? I do know, you don't Denise. Know? I don't do know. Say, what's that thing when you're like in like this dire situation that like you can come up with like incredible strength yeah but you don't care about anyone enough to tap into that strength you can't hey, the, there's no it. one I'm in your life oh you haven't let anyone else into your life enough to play i would do it to save bland plate i will lift the truck to save bland plate i will lock the bland plate in a burning building and then we'll see how strong you can get uh misha sumrat says does the quizzlemania 37 setup make it into your top 10 of mania sets if so where does it rank it absolutely does i'm gonna go as far as to say it might be number two wait for which set wrestlemania 37 the recent one yeah yeah i oh. loved it did you not did you not like it yeah but it was okay i wasn't like omg about it it was okay it was fine it i was, was a blown pirate away. ship denise 
Sure. Okay. Denise, what's wrong with you? Why, why are you like I'm this? I'm sorry. I thought it was okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's better. Th- okay. The cannon's fired, Denise. What's wrong with you? What's your favorite set? I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything that you love? Are you capable of love? <laughs> I'm not capable. My heart is stone, Adam. Yeah, I guess right. it was fine. The little pirate ship. Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? She says. Uh, Henrik Jansen says, hello, Denise and Blamplate father. Adam, last time you promised to rename the podcast to Denise Salcedo presenting the Denise Salcedo WrestleTalk podcast featuring Denise Salcedo and a white guy with beard. Question. <laughs> question. And it's kind of a moral one. Uh, one or more. Oh, what is one or more bad thing that happened but forced wrestling to change for the better? Um, there's one very obvious one, unfortunately. Um, the death of Chris Benoit oh. changed, changed. Like the death of Chris Benoit was one of wrestling's darkest days, one of the biggest tragedies in the hist- history of the industry, but it made positive change happen. Like, I don't know if, if like concussions in wrestling would have been. At, like as caught on as quickly as it was after like uh, Benoit's brain was examined uh, like there were massive overhauls to um, the uh, the what's it called the he- wellness policy uh, chair shots to the head were banned and it kind of like oh my god I can't believe how long people were smashing each other in the head with metal chairs like even seeing that stuff now like even though you were seeing it then it's like oof like you know yeah. it's hard to watch uh, like it, yeah, it's it's a really really horrible um, thing to talk about, of course. But I would say if you're asking for bad things that affected pos- some positive change, I, that that's one for sure. Do you have one, Denise? I feel like I feel like that's the best answer. Honestly, it's the best answer that I can think of right now. Yeah, it's real sad. It's real real sad. Um, but yeah, no, like. WWE is taking better care of its wrestlers now not perfect care but better care and yeah it kind of makes the old days seem like the wild west in in the worst possible well, ways like the undertaker said that's where men were men yeah that's where men had <laughs> pill addictions like real men do you know yeah yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Aaron says, with Roderick Strong handing in his notice on NXT, if he gets any kind of push on the main roster at any point, it'll probably be with a random tag team. Who would you want him to team with? And who do you think he will team with? Who I want, Chad Gable. Who I think, Mojo Rawley. Well, no, certainly not one of those. Um, Roderick Strong, I I think he's sticking around in NXT. I think, obviously, we know... Think it's a swerve? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I think... I think Roddy might go back to, ah, I don't know. Like, I, I want to see what's happening with Bobby Fish. Cause I feel like what, I feel like Kylo Riley's on his own doing well. And Adam Cole is on his own and doing well. I feel like fish and strong, strong fish might strong stick fish. together. I like, I, I, I would like be. It hasn't, the storyline hasn't completely necessarily wrapped up with them. No, they still I mean, got more to do there. Yeah, they deserve their kind of moment in the sun. I would like to see that. I would like to see the Fatal Four Way, please. Yeah, that would be really, really nice. Um, and I don't want to see them all go off to different parts of WWE until that happens. 
Um, the Iron Man Ryan F says, when the women's tag titles were introduced, I was excited that the women would get something else to fight over instead of the top women's titles. That was back when the main roster actually had good women's tag teams, Banks and Bailey, Iconics, Riot Squad, Fire and Desire, and some other Franken teams. I was disappointed when I realized they meant nothing on the main roster. I did want to see the titles on a women's team in NXT, but knew that would never happen. When NXT uh, women tag team titles became a thing, I was excited because I have faith in NXT. Uh, and they have a great women's division. I was a little sad when Kai and Gonzalez lost the belts, but it made sense. All that being said, what do you think of the NXT women's tag titles? Do you think AEW could eventually have women's tag titles? PS Team Danuka is awesome. Keep up the good word. Jam that jam. Eventually for AEW, but not right now. And then as for the women's tag titles, I wasn't excited when they introduced them because I think I knew what it was going to be. So I was never, it was never a belt belts that I ever got really invested in. With the NXT ones, I kind of felt like it was a mistake, especially the way that they introduced it with, you know, giving it to Dakota and Raquel, them losing it the same night. It was kind of got off to a rocky start. And then Again, there I'm not seeing anything of interest with Naya and Shayna as tag team champs. So for me, it's like, man, just do away with the whole thing. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think so. I think that none of the divisions support tag team titles. Not AEWs, not um, NXT, not WWEs. Um, like I think maybe if you combined NXT and WWE, maybe because like even now, like yeah what like they had a good match at nxt takeover you know ember moon and shotzi versus the way like good match who do they fight now because there aren't exactly. any other t- <laughs> you know like who do they fight um even even with nxt's women's division one of the greatest nxt women's division like they don't have teams they are stacked singles competitors and yeah you can it up yes Literally, you had one. You had one. All natural. Died in the wool. Women's tag. Yep, okay, two. Banks and Bailey. But you had the only other one was the Iconics. And you just fired both of them. So, yeah, I don't understand how you, how you can have women's tag titles with a straight face in WWE. I don't. And I don't think AEW is anywhere near having a division strong enough to no. support that either. Um, Trevor from Ohio. Uh, coming up to our last few mailbags, Trevor from Ohio says, I'm sure we can all agree when we say this has been a bad week for WWE between a terrible Raw episode, the new releases. Fans are very frustrated with the company. My question is, what's the breaking point for WWE? Do you think there will ever be a point of frustration with the fans when WWE truly changes for the better? Or will they continue along as a corporate machine disregarding fan opinions? I don't know, man, because I think the only thing that they can do is self-destruct. We saw it happen with WCW. They self-destructed. I feel like that's the only way that, like, if they continue to self-destruct, then the fans are, as we've seen with the ratings, just slowly, slowly, you know, disappear. I mean, it's just crazy, like, seeing, like, the ratings every week and thinking about how, like, there was way more back in the day. You're just like, man, like, are these people ever going to come back? And if they did, do I blame them? Do I blame them for leaving? Are they missing out on anything right now? No, not really. I mean, exactly. talent. They're missing out on talent, but the talent is not being used to its potential. Like, WWE has never been more full of... Like, every year, WWE seems to get more full of potential. And it just... It just, in like, into the wind. And, yeah, I, I, the only thing I can think of is Vince stepping down. Like, that's the only thing... Like, if I... If it wasn't my job, I wouldn't be watching Raw and SmackDown. That's for damn sure. I yeah. probably would watch the occasional pay-per-view. And I, pr- I, I know I'd watch WrestleMania and Raw Rumble. 
always i like i don't think they can drive me away to the point where i won't watch them um right. i might check in with every t- i probably would watch every takeover the big four pay-per-views and that's it yeah like i i, I might i probably i might watch AEW just because they seem to reward weekly investment slightly more but like if it wasn't my job man wwe yeah it's not it's not good enough for what yeah. for for the men and women that they have both behind the scenes and in the ring it's not good enough um and that's it doesn't bad isn't it it really is i think really so is. like and i have to agree with you too if it wasn't my job I would probably be listening to podcasts about Raw and SmackDown to get the overall gist of what's going on. So that again, if I, you know, if I'm tuning in for pay-per-views, I at least have an idea of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's a real shame because we don't, it, it's a real shame yet yeah, that the spine of something that a lot of people are interested in, you know, professional wrestling, like the backbone of it feels like it's sort of rotten um and it's just like man it really makes getting it like that's why i like board games man because people <laughs> people honestly like i've just got board games everywhere yeah. and people there they are love them love them to bits love these things to bits and because they like people who make board games really try and make good board games and when fans say oh this bit of your board game doesn't work they'll go oh really sorry about that and revise it and bring out an edition where it does work and like there's so much kind of innovation and like people just try and call new things it's a hobby that likes you back can you imagine what that's like i do i know what it's like to be liked back in another fandom definitely i love your passion for board games you're the first person in my life that i have ever met that is a board games fan really yeah yeah i remember going to the store and being like who buys this stuff denise denise further proof further proof that we can work together but we'll never be friends and that's that's fine that's that's okay i own one board game one i know and i know which one and it makes me real sad do you it's monopoly isn't it or is it scrabble never mind i own two you're right i own monopoly and scrabble and loteria i don't know if that counts though as a as a board game though wait what's that the it's like mexican bingo oh that sounds fun i, I don't think that counts as a board game Bingo's not quite no not really i don't ah, know no. well those are the three games that i own and aren't they great uh, mark jones says uh adam and denise i'm sure by now you've seen the plethora of releases that wwe have confirmed for today my question this week is why do you think it is that wwe seem to book their talents so badly that the results ends up being them wanting to... wait have i done this one no, I haven't. Uh, today alone, we've seen the likes of Iconics and Samoa Joe release, but let's not forget how Brody Lee, rest in peace, and the revival amongst others wanted to get out. So what is it with WWE? I guess my real question is, is this what WCW could have been like if they had the money WWE does and the almost 100% guarantee of always having TV networks to air on? I see a lot of similarities between WWE and the dying days wcw if i'm honest well this kind of ties up a lot of what we've been talking about today so we probably are going to end on this super chat uh, on this mailbag question i should say um but yeah no, like uh, pretty much everything we've talked about in the last hour is here like what is it about wwe that sees these talented people uh leave I, of their own volition or not and is it is it sustainable do it's you, just do you... lazy storytelling that's all it is it's not creative yeah not it 
No one it, has interest in what they're telling right now, the stories that they're telling. They're not making new stars because everybody's getting booked 50-50. I mean, like, there's a bunch of little things, little factors that really are the reason why you can say that, you know, they're driving away fans. I mean, come on, like, look at it. Look at what happened with Damian Priest. Got beat by the Miz in his underwear. Yeah. In 2021. Last yeah. this week, last week, whatever week it was, this Monday. What am I talking about? Was this week? <laughs> yeah, it was four days ago. <laughs> Thank you. Four <laughs> days ago. All right. Like, come on. That's what we're watching. Yeah, it's not good enough. Um, it, like, I, and things like we don't want to be the people that just complain about WWE. I feel a little more justified in it today. They've, you know, you, you come off WrestleMania and you'd be just like, they did it. WWE put on a show and they did it with crowds and, you know, most of the crowds weren't wearing masks most of the time. Oh, um, yeah. I was playing that game when every time they would do crowd shot, I would go, no mask, no mask, no mask, no mask. Doesn't have food in his mouth. Only supposed to have the mask <laughs> off and the food is in the mouth. <laughs> Where's your drink, buddy? I don't see a drink yeah. in your hand. I was like, where's the food? <laughs> But, you know, like, even so, like, we had the moment of just being, like, fans again, WrestleMania again, and then WWE pulls this kind of callous corporate crap with empty platitudes of buzzwords of budgetary stuff. And, I, and it just shows, a like, a genuine disregard for the greatest talent in the world and people who train, who grow up, seeing that company as the place to be and work their entire lives to get there and then can't wait to leave really That's really heartbreaking really bleak thought and that is the thought we're going to end on today Oops. because it's it's been a way to go a, and leave the people happy adam we're gonna go leave this podcast depressed i'm sorry i really 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 am um Oh, uh, I'm wrapping up the mailbag questions and should be head back to the remainder of the ultra chats. Oh, no. I've, oh, we have more ultra chats to go through. Oh, beans. All right. I'm going to speed through these. I really will. If you need to leave, Denise, because Don't I know worry. you have other I plans. Can hang on a couple of minutes. All right. I'm go I'll, I'll get I'll get through these. But I, I'm also Don't happy worry. to finish off the ultra chats by myself if you do need to go. That's absolutely fine. Hi, Luke and Denise. Hope you're doing well. Denise, an idea for your next member of the WrestleTalk paper family. How about Bowley Davis or El Forcador? Ideas have been pitched to me and ideas already set in stone. Jared Hazelwood. You all remember Steve from Blue's Clues? He's bald, now wears glasses. And when Ollie has his glasses on, he looks exactly like him. Anyway, my question is, what do you think could sink WWE faster? Bad PR or bad product? Bad product. Bad product. Bad is product. That's the thing that's keeping the ratings down is bad product. Izzy Smith says, I really want to get your opinion. Do you ever think we could go back to a time period before scripted promos? After seeing the promos during the rain delay at WrestleMania, it makes me so sad knowing the terrible content they are fed. Unlikely, but here is to hoping. I think it's possible. I don't think it's possible under Vince. But I think we might. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you think we'll get unscripted promos again? No. Fair enough. At New Punk Rant says, I just got out of appendix surgery, so this is making my morning. Thank you for keeping my gimmick alive. I've, I even got the only Hooventude Guerrero shirt I could find. Just wanted to say, love you all. Free the juice. LWO to AEW, lol. Justin Rastling says, I'll take you out on a date, Denise. There you go. Someone will take hey, you out on a date. am I looking for dates? Did I say uh, that? Justin Wesling will take you out on a date. That's what he said. But I was asking for dates. <laughs> I don't think you were. I, think I was you... like, when did this happen? What did I say? 
during one of your mentions of your fiance, obviously the guy saw an opportunity and was just like, ah, you know what? I'll throw my hat into the ring oh, and see how it happens. I'm blanking. Yeah. My brain's not functioning at this hour. That's fine. Evidently not the only ones. Bacon Rasher says, good afternoon, lad and lady. Who do you think from NXT could be a call up then future endeavored out of current NXT talent? Mm. Also, we have Blamplate and Spluk. We still need Fork, Mr. Davis. Genuinely, like we were talking about Roderick Strong earlier. I don't think they know what to do with Roderick Strong. I really don't. Like if you talk about a guy called up, appears maybe twice a month, um, then once a month, then once every two months and then quietly released. I, I don't think they know what to do with him. Not an, not, not an indication on Roderick Strong. Amazing talent, but just I don't think they have any idea what to do with a talent like his. Which is kind of shocking because you think of all the talent that you thought that they would have something to do with, and then they did it. So now it kind of makes you question everything that you thought you knew. How Like Ricochet, just put him in matches. <laughs> just put Alice him in matches. Black, Keith Lee. I mean, really, the list goes on. The fact that Keith Lee wasn't a mania, my goodness gracious me. Sam Mort says, Billy Kay's money. Also, I think Blake and Cutler would be a great fit for the NWA. Thoughts? That's a good idea. Missed the AEW chat yesterday. I think the Agogo stuff would have been better if the guy tapped after the punch. Thoughts on that too? You guys, I haven't actually seen that segment yet. I, I, it takes me a while to catch up on my AEW. People didn't like it. I did. I thought that it was impressive. Dylan Haggett says Billy, Peyton, Joe and Mickey are the most egregious releases. As an Aussie, I was very proud of Billy and Peyton for just making it to WWE, let alone win the, win the women's tag titles at WrestleMania. Also, hope to see you on Going In Raw's Matt chat soon, Adam. Oh, I love Going In Raw. Uh, Caleb Maldonado says, not sure if this has been talked about, but did you hear that Pat McAfee is going to be on the SmackDown commentary team? I like don't get me wrong it's a good choice and I never thought I'd say this but I, I don't he's not done in NXT is he I want to see more I you can't know, believe I want to see more of the kings of wrestling but it's actually the stuff that he did in NXT that made you excited when they actually made this announcement like because of what he did on NXT I'm actually looking forward to him being on Smackdown so and doing the commentary I think that I think I prefer it to the fact of what we're seeing with Raw right now. Adnan mm. Virk, from what I know, I've really just started watching the product in January based off of an interview he did. So it's kind of like, oof, you know, that's a little, I don't know, man. I don't know. So I kind of prefer the latter right now with the announcement of Pat McAfee. That's fair. Uh, Adam Blamplate has said, after hearing the what would you show a non-wrestling fan, a better question is, what was the last thing? <laughs> you would show them oh god i wouldn't show anyone i wanted to get into wrestling a death match not my, why not, not? My that could be people would get into that i like that stuff uh i i don't know man like i wrestling's a crowd sport and like i know like i i might show them tlc too but just like something where it's just like nails and glass and stuff like that like I don't know if I would if that would get any of my friends into wrestling. All of my friends are board game fans, you see. We're all we're all dorks, I'm afraid. Exactly, which means that like not well, you guys are dorks, but I'm just saying maybe, no, no. <laughs> maybe you Same guys want you. something different. So you might be pleasantly surprised by your friends. They maybe. might like the blood and the gore and all of that. Nicholas Lama says excitement doesn't equal doesn't always equal good. And Nicholas Lama says again, maybe Vince Russo could do the glass blowing show. And that's oh that, that's the ultra chat we're ending on, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Adam, and joined as always by Denise Hollywood Salcedo. Uh, I can't wait to. Uh, we'll be doing this again next week. It's going to be me instead of Luke. Yeah, Luke's taking some more time off, so I look forward to finding out what else we disagree on. 
Denise. No, Luke just ditched me, man. He was like, screw this girl. I'm out. Can't imagine why. Anyway, uh, I'll see you next week. Denise Salcedo, always a pleasure. And thank you to everyone who's tuned in to watch us today. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.